Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And that just means maybe this thing is bigger than we intended and it's bigger than us. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Carling. Oh, friend, how's it going? It's okay. How are you? Good. We spent all day together. I know. It was super fun and tiring as well. Oh, it was a lot. We went to the science center. We went with you, your five kids. We only had one kid with us. We had Wyatt. And then Lindsay's buddy from out of town came with her three kids. I know. Crazy. Lots of kids. It was busy there. Yeah. Um, I thought it didn't seem as busy inside as the parking lot let it, like, made it seem. No, true. It was pretty busy. Yeah, but it was fun. But we were all tired and some of us were hungover. Not me. It was Lindsay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had Lindsay's birthday party last night or yesterday. I know. It was so fun. Yeah, she turned 40, so I hosted a, I thought, I regret hosting it like an open house. Like, I'm glad I did. It was come and go between noon and what ended up being 1 (laughs) a.m. But it was nice because not everybody came at once. And if you could only come for a quick drink, you like, that was great. So tons of people came throughout the day. But 12 hours of socializing and hosting is a lot. That's a lot. And and then you have to make sure like the food lasts the whole time and the drinks yes. last the whole time. And But let me just say that you know how to throw a party. You're a very good hostess and you had like decorations and like so many pictures everywhere and food and drinks. And it was like, it was really good. Thank you. I always feel guilty that I can't talk to everybody at the same time or enough Yeah. But everybody was really social, which was really nice. And I think it's hard too when you're like bringing in a bunch of people who are all from different like parts of Lindsay's life or your life. And it's like, is everyone going to mesh together? And is it going to be awkward? You feel like you have to like facilitate the conversation. And but but it worked out well. And your kids were there. And Wyatt, Lindsay's kid, is like junior host extraordinaire. He's so social and he's so good at just getting everybody, like all the kids together to start playing. Yeah. And having fun. And I don't know what they were doing, but they were running around out of breath. No, it's great. Yeah, it was good. But then it went until... So we had this one group of friends. They work in film and TV. Mm -hmm. And they went to... They came early because they had a rap party for a show that's being filmed here called High School. And it's Mm -hmm. the like high school life of Tegan and Sarah. And if you don't know who Tegan and Sarah are, shame on you. Hit pause and go look them up because they're (laughs) But so then they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll try to come back. And we were like, oh, okay. Like we didn't think that they would. Yeah. But not only did they come back, they got a video of Tegan and Sarah wishing Lindsay a happy 40th birthday. I know. That's so crazy. It was so nice. That and was so cool. Yeah. At 1245 AM, I was making hot dogs for everyone. Nice. We were eating the last of the chips and just, yeah. it was a good time. Having a drunk old time. Yeah, but I'm act- I'm shocked that I didn't even start drinking until after 3.30. Yeah. And I thought I would be hungover, but I think I really paced myself. Yeah. But then I just woke up with the world's worst uh, lady time cramps. Lovely. And it was a nightmare. They hurt so bad, but I rallied. Mm. And we went to the science center and it was crazy but fun. Yeah, I wish that I didn't get so stressed out when I was out with my kids, but it's so, it's a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, they're all calling for me at the same time. Mom, come this way. Mom, come that way. Mom, watch this. Mom, watch that. And I'm like, I'm one person, but they don't care because all they're caring about is, you know, them and me watching them, not the other kids. And and then at the end, I was like, nobody touch me. Like, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When we were lined up to go into that like dome theater. Yes. I could just feel the tension from all the kids, all the adults. It was hot. Everyone was crowded. We'd been there for four hours. It was a lot. So 
we drove home and I like came home and I just laid down for half an hour because I was like, I need to regroup and I need to rest. And I'm still not feeling good from stupid COVID, which is frustrating. I still don't have, I feel like I don't have a lot of like breath. Yeah. And I'm still coughing a lot, which is frustrating. And I just get tired really easily. How was your week otherwise? It was okay, I think. I worked. Nothing really too exciting happened that I can remember. You guys went to the... You went to the Oak Tokes Pride Festival. Oh, yes, we did. That was yesterday. My daughter was at a sleepover in Okotoks, so I picked her up and then we all went to the little Pride Festival that they had downtown and they like shut down part of downtown and had music and drag queens and there was like dancing and there were a bunch of like tents set up for people selling their stuff but also things for the kids to do and face painting and things like that so it was really fun i love that and you got spotted like a freaking celebrity oh my gosh yes (laughs) as soon as we like walked into the like into the area that was closed off i saw Tia, who's one of our listeners, who's also been on a couple of our episodes, and she was so dorky about it. She's like, is that Michelle from I Did Not Sign Up? I was like, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun, though. I, I love so that. We chatted for a little bit and took a selfie, and it was great seeing her. Also, I am so sorry oh, that God, I did why? not wish you a happy pride. Oh, <gasps> my God. It's only, we're still early on in the month, but thank you. Okay, happy pride. I feel like this episode this week really like kicks off pride for us. Yes. How we did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we on Tuesday was Lindsay's actual birthday. So I took the day off and we woke up early because we had to drive the the night before her daughter was like, oh, um, I have to be at school for 730 for track. And we were like, oh, so we both got up and we drove the we drove her to track and then we drove Wyatt to school and then we kind of like hung, came home and just hung out for a little bit and then very romantic went for an oil change oh and then we went to Starbucks for her free birthday coffee and then we went to Denny's for her free Denny's meal on your birthday awesome and we just went to Party City and got a couple things for her party Absolutely. and then we got our hair cut yes you did and, and she, i just like, got chopped hers hey? yeah hers went from like her shoulders to like a real sexy cut it looks real good yeah maybe if i remember on tuesday with her permission i will post a before and after because she looks very yeah good. then we went for dinner with her, her like her mom and her stepdad and the kids and it was just really great that's awesome i love that i love celebrating other people's birthdays yeah not my own but other people's i don't really like celebrating my birthday either this week everybody's gonna hear an episode of carling being really awkward oh my gosh yes like do do you think i came across as awkward as i felt no i don't think so you know what i think i've started doing it now too because there were like some lesbians at your party last night and i felt very awkward and i felt like (laughs) i was gonna say the wrong thing and and i'm so conscious of like pronouns now yeah even when i was talking to your friend robin today i was like in the middle of my sentence i'm like wait a second what are her pronouns i i don't want to mess up and then i just sound like an idiot because i'm stumbling over my words but you're so you're woke oh thank you so much yeah yeah so no i think that the interview was awesome and i think that you came across very well but also like just them knowing that like we think they're cool and we think that we're not that's what it is so boy band is just this like queer heartthrob Mm -hmm. group a vocal group that like i wish i had when i was 15, 16, 20, like any age. Yeah. So it was such an honor to interview them and they were so freaking nice. That's the first time we've ever interviewed six people at the same time. Yeah, I was nervous. I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Five people. But yeah, but it went well. Yeah. Yeah, there was five of them and then the two of us and their manager was there. She just popped in like at the very end. But yeah, I was really nervous about the sound quality, making sure everybody has like time to speak and not talking over each other. But I think we all did a very good job. I think so too. I think that we're professional. I'm literally holding my phone and all it says is Patreon giveaway because I don't (gasps) want to forget about this. Tell me all about it. 
Yeah. So for people who don't know, we have a Patreon, which is a monthly subscription. And it's like one of one of the ways that you can support the work that we do. And for as little as $5 a month, you get access to two bonus episodes per month that you'll never hear on the main feed. You get entered Mm -hmm. into giveaway draws. And so we try to do them semi-regularly, maybe not once a month, every month or so. And if you are at the $5 level, you get entered once into the draw. And if you are at the $8 level, you get entered twice. For the month of June, because it's Pride, we're going to be putting together a Pride package. And that's going to include one item from the boy band merch store. Awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah, I think. And so I'm not going to order it until we pick the winner. And then the winner will be able to go on to their store and pick what they want. And I will order it for them. Good idea. Yeah. And then we'll send like a couple little goodies out to them as well. So I hope it's going to be good. So yeah, if you want to support the work that we do, if you want more me and Michelle, if you want a bunch of other crazy stories that we have on there, and if you want free stuff like giveaways, then join our Patreon. You just have to go to patreon.com slash I did not sign up for this. Do it. It's awesome over there. We have lots of fun over there. It's a hoot and a half. It is a hoot. Yeah. Okay, let's get into this episode. I hope everyone enjoys it. And also don't forget Mm -hmm. to check out, we talk at the very end about their EP release in a few days. So also make sure you go check that out. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Bye. Hello, boy band. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How's it going? Fantastic. It's a beautiful sunny day in California. Oh, I'm so jealous. We actually, we have nice weather. We're in Western Canada, but we just had a snowstorm like maybe a week and a half ago. Wow. Yeah. In May. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. (laughs) I would prefer to be in California. Absolutely. Yeah, we are super stoked to be talking to you. And this is our first time interviewing a band and five people at once. We might over talk with each other, but that's fine. We're going to sort it out. Hopefully you have more experience with it than we do. All right. I want to start off right away and have each of you introduce yourselves. Maybe say a little bit about you, your name, your pronouns. And what do you, because this is, you have full-time jobs So I'm curious also what your full-time jobs are. Sure. I will kick things off. My name is Sonia. I use she, her pronouns full-time. I'm in recruiting and operations for a staffing company. And I'm Kristen, aka DJ Livewire. I go by she, her, and I am a nurse. I work in surgery full-time. Wow. A lot of kidney transplants, a lot of thoracic surgery. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Over here saving lives at like a top ranked hospital. She's doing great things. That's yeah. incredible. Coda, she, her. I am a producer, songwriter, and artist. That's my full-time job. So. Awesome. That's so cool. I'm Caden, they, them. My full-time job is a copyright clerk uh-huh. over at Universal Music Group. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'm Mick. I go by they, them pronouns, and uh, I'm a barista by day and a bartender at night. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing. That seems to be like the California way. I'm a Cali kid through and through. There you go. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Did you all grow up in California? No, definitely not. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm jealous. Absolutely. Yeah, we found you because I was fangirling over the fact that you are the queer boy band that I needed as a kid growing up as a little closeted kid in a Catholic high school. And yeah, so I've been following your journey and then I got brave and reached out to your manager and had this whole pitch about how we should have you on our podcast because I think you guys are the coolest. So I would love to find out if you guys can maybe talk about each of your coming out stories, just a little brief, how you identify and how you came to that where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. I will start. First of all, thank you very much for having us. We do love when people tell us that they found us on social media because that's the easiest and best way for us to really get our, ourselves out there. So thank you. And I'm glad you reached out because that's a great story. We all have constantly said that we wish we would have had us growing up as well because we are fans of music. We're musicians, performers, we're entertainers. But going to my coming out story, I don't think I ever really had a coming out, if you will. I don't know. 
I guess I didn't see it as a big thing because it was so gradual. I told my best friend when I was like 11, 12, didn't get a super supportive response. It was like a, it's probably just a phase. It's okay. And and that immediately made me run back into the closet. Started slowly telling my cousin and then other friends, but only when I can get a sense of how supportive they might be. And then socially, like most of my friends, I was pretty much out at work, not so much. And it was only maybe six years ago when I came out to my parents. So it was a very long journey for me. And I completely understand how people need that time. Mm -hmm. Some people might be ready as soon as, you know, as soon as they find attraction to a different gender or discover certain things about themselves. But it took me a while to really live my life authentically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was also pretty difficult. I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin, so it was tough. I slept with my first girlfriend and that's a whole fun story but long story short is my mom thought it was a phase she's definitely going through a phase my friends were like you just need to sleep with more guys because if you sleep with more guys and you're gonna like sex more but it wasn't i had sex with a girl that i was like i am definitely this is what i need (laughs) i relate to this so much (laughs) and my dad, of course, was like, I love you, but your life is going to be so much harder. And like, had that conversation with me. And I would argue that your life would be harder if you weren't true to yourself and if you just lived a lie. But yeah, that's my short and sweet coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Wow. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Oh, I guess I'm next. Okay. Everyone's staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my coming out story, the same deal. Just came out and then went back in the closet once I joined the military. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still there and don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. So that was a whole ordeal. And then it got overturned while I was stationed in Germany. So I came out again during that time. And yeah, just been out ever since. Wow. Wow. That must have been so difficult to be in the army during that time. Yeah. And then when um, you did come out, what was the response that you got from the people around you? I mean, you? okay. So I feel like most people knew. Right. Because I wasn't, like, hiding it. Because the, the rule was, don't ask, don't tell. Right. <laughs> I wasn't, like, waving a flag around, hey, I'm gay, guys. But at the same time, like, it was understood. I'm a professional. And my job was always more than good, so. And you're not, like, right. the most subtle person. <laughs> right. But, so, like, honestly, they just didn't, they didn't really care. I yeah. feel like with when it came to me but I did in basic and AIT like I saw people get kicked out on chapter 15 and it was not it wasn't fun for me wow wow I got caught in the barracks with a girl one time (laughs) and everyone just stepped away didn't ask any questions you were just doing basic training (laughs) you're just some basic Okay, so when I had first come out, I was about 13. And okay, so I was raised in a Catholic family. They weren't too fond of the idea of being gay or anything. So when I came out, I was more so in a panic. I I came to my parents and I remember going to my mom and and saying, Mom, I think I might be. And I, I like froze for a good five to 10 minutes. And she's what? You might be what? At first, she was like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Good news is I'm not pregnant. <laughs> and then I was like, no, mom, I-, I think I might be gay. And she also paused for a good five to ten-, ten minutes. And I was like, God, say something. And yeah, first thing she says, she's like, dad, and calls my-, my dad in the room. And I'm like, oh, no, I did not want to tell my dad. And it just, we were just all very scared. And instead of it being like, it's okay, we're going to support you through this. It was more so like, yeah, we need you to like change. And at the time I was also like, yeah, I need it. I need a change. I, I don't know what to do. So they signed me up for a bunch of conversion. Uh, yeah. Retreats and camps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, it I, like I, I wanted to do that for myself at the time because when I didn't have a lot of gay friends, I was also 13 and at the time it wasn't it's not like how it is today so it was hard eventually <laughs> eventually it wasn't the phase that they thought it was that i thought it was and my parents actually grew to be more accepting it was not an easy journey it was definitely a struggle on both sides but now my parents are like really 
supportive and incredibly supportive so I was pretty fortunate about that I love yeah Kaden do you mind would you mind sharing your story about your gender identity and how that's evolved yes yes uh absolutely so I identify as bi gender bi gender if you guys don't know it's it pretty much is encompassing both sides of the spectrum so versus non-binary when you don't identify with either I identify with both and it was, it's actually something that I discovered while being in boy bands. I've always been like confused and, and back and forth. At one point, I thought I was completely transgender and I try to identify with male pronouns. And I'm like, that this doesn't exactly sit right for me. So I'm like, what am I? And, and um, it wasn't until I had like multiple conversations with my partner at the time. And I was like, is there, okay, so when you're bisexual, you're attracted to both. Is there a thing where... For genders is by gender a thing and soon enough I, I googled it and it's an actual term there's okay. like multiple groups and stuff and I was just like oh my god that's who I am amazing. <laughs> um, I love that it's amazing because being in this band they've been nothing but supportive and they've literally watched me grow like I had full fully length like long hair when I first joined this band and they watch me chop it up they watch me start taking testosterone and I feel like I'm closer to where I feel on the inside if that makes sense that's amazing I love that what is so amazing to me is that back in when we were kids you can't just google something like that Mm -hmm. you can't just google something and be like that's where I am that's where I fit but now you can because there's so much more awareness out there and I find that with my children too, that they're picking up this stuff before I'm, they know more about it than I do because yeah. they're able to Google things or talk with their friends or kind of figure out where they fit. And that's, it's such an amazing resource yeah. to have. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of yeah. information out there. My turn. I came out for the first time when I was 17 and it was a very back and forth of jumping back in the closet to and from over the years. I grew up in a really religious household and I actually went to Bible college. I got kicked out of being Bible college for being gay. I went and I was a pastor. I worked at a church for a while. Wow. I got kicked out of the church for being gay. So I just kind of like was like in the closet for a little while and then like came back out and then went back in and then came back out and went back in. Finally, after I got fired from my church job a few years ago, I was like, all right, we're done with this. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna do this full time, full time gay. Um, <laughs> and I really started living my life. Yeah, 40 hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt, full time gay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Great idea. <laughs> yeah. And I had to go through like a lot of religious deconstruction to like finally be okay with who I needed to be to finally like feel complete and feel like myself. And it wasn't until after I went through that whole process about three years ago now that I came out as non-binary. Kaden and I always joke that we're mirror images of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kay identifies with both genders and like everything in between. And I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> total opposite end of the spectrum. And yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. My relationship with my family through all of it is complicated <laughs> to say the least i have one younger sister though that is incredibly supportive we both are on the we, we bat for the same team so <laughs> it's, it's helpful wow that's amazing so can you tell us a little bit about what boy band is what is yeah. the yeah, yeah what, what is boy band what is it how did it start sure so boy band is an all-queer pop vocal group we are some of us are musicians but that's not what we do. We perform vocally like an NSYNC or a One Direction. We're based in LA and our mission is to inspire love, visibility, self-acceptance. Like we're really trying to be that positive light. We're trying to inspire people to one, know that there are other queers out there and, and we can show that we're thriving and give someone else a little bit of hope or inspiration, or you can just simply enjoy our music. It doesn't always have to be like a deeper experience, but we're here for that if that's what you need from us. And we got started because I was a huge fan of boy bands growing up, like huge. I wanted to be in a boy band so that there would be thousands of girls screaming after me. And I have been uh, singing for my entire life. So I would mimic one of their concert videos or whatever. And eventually I was talking to our, who would become our manager. And I was like, 
you know what? This would be really cool. Boy bands really need to make a big comeback like they were several years ago, but make it queer. So then we were like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what comes of this. So we put up ads uh, on Craigslist. We sent out audition calls on Instagram and we sent it out through all of our social networks. And we found Kristen via Instagram and we found Caden via Craigslist. Found on Craigslist also needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why did you find anything on Craigslist? What were you doing? What were you looking for on Craigslist? I've actually, surprisingly, had really good luck on Craigslist for various things. And there are tons of people who look for gigs. Right? Yeah. You look for yeah. gigs on Craigslist. So no judgment. You do what you guys do. <laughs> Just a little judgment from Mick. It's fine. <laughs> Says the newbies. But yeah, and then, and then and Coda, we met on Instagram. And then Mick, thankfully, we met on TikTok. So like social media has been really great to help us get connected to the people that we needed to be connected to. And now you all. With yeah. TikTok. Yeah. So we went through the audition process. You know, it was really important for us to find people who really identify with our mission. And the main thing actually to start was that we were just supposed to be a cover band. Just to have fun play some gigs on the weekends, maybe get together here and there. But there were so many people who were like, oh my God, this needs to be a thing. You're doing so much to change lives. And we were like, really? But we didn't want to discount that. And our fans were really grateful to have us out there. And that's very humbling. And that just means maybe this thing is bigger than we intended and it's bigger than us. So then we decided to evolve from a cover band into to creating original music because we wanted to have our queer voices reflected in our music and we've got amazing songwriters and producers within this group and we've just found the perfect chosen family to to really propel us to that next level i love that i know i talk a lot in different episodes about the importance of representation. And when I was 14, I had my first girlfriend and I didn't know what this meant. And the only representation to what a lesbian was, was Jerry Springer. We would want, mm. my family would watch <laughs> Jerry Springer and it was this like villainized, trashy, homophobic. Yeah. And I didn't identify with that. And that was my only, until maybe Ellen came out and there was a lot of backlash about Ellen. And then it was just so, I didn't have the L word until a little bit later. So it's, I just think representation is so critical and especially in social media and music and, and the things that youth and people are absorbing. It just, we need you. We need this. And you don't normally hear songs about other genders in romantic relationships. Like you're never going to hear about back in our day. I get our day. Back in our day. (laughs) You don't don't have songs about two girls going out or or non-binary, anything like that. So it's, it was always just the boy bands and the girls chasing the boys. Yeah. And that was it. So it's so important that there's so many other people that need to be represented. Yeah. And that's amazing. I think to add to that too, like now is the time that we even need this representation more because like you said, you didn't have this before, right? And now we have the resources to get ourselves out there and to make our safe space bigger. But then we have these laws coming through that are trying to silence us, you know, and we should be having these discussions because that's what makes it less scary. As humans, we're just scared of what we don't know. So like trans people, non-binary, what is that? by agenda what is that oh it's so terrifying like we have to talk about it in schools because that is where it becomes less scary so i think that's why i really appreciate you having us on i think it's gonna help us get some more awareness and just maybe answer some questions about some more things about genders and identities and that we're not so scary yeah awesome one thing i wanted to ask is why boy band so for those listening who haven't seen it in text or anything it is b-o-i band. I would love it if somebody could explain what is the term boy for people who don't understand it. What is that? How can you explain that? So for those of you that don't know, B-O-I boy is an inclusive term. We like to say that I is for inclusivity, but it's actually, if you go on like Urban Dictionary or anything like that, it's actually a queer-centered term that is meant to encompass masculine presenting people in the queer community that don't necessarily identify as male, but have like more masculine presenting things about them so it's not 
boy as in man. It's not the lesbian version of boy, it's just like an all-encompassing version of some masculine aspects, which we obviously all encompass different aspects of those two. So right. it's a name that fits us very appropriately. Yeah, it's I a love- perfect name for exactly what you're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. <laughs> it really pisses a lot of people off though, let me tell you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you're not boys. Like we know, we never said we were. So how do you guys tackle your full workload with your full band load <laughs> no days off no days off yeah. what is a personal day does anybody know what that is i'll say for for me personally and i know for everyone in the band it's definitely been a um new journey trying to tackle a work balance yeah no, yeah <laughs> once again when we all signed up for this we just thought this was going to be a, a fun weekend gig that we just did for fun and it quickly expanded into something so much bigger that also required a lot more time. We all do our day jobs and we do them and then we pretty much all get right back to boy band stuff in any amount of free time that we have. I live about an hour away from Caden who is um, our main producer and so it'll be a lot of days like I'll go to Starbucks in the morning and I will do my barista job And then I will drive straight from there and just go out there and then stay at their house until like late into the evening and then do the whole thing over again. And then on the days where I do that, then I just go to the app and then go to my next job. And that's how it is for everyone is we Mm -hmm. just go from work to work. And then luckily we really enjoy this part of the job. So this kind of feels like our personal days. (laughs) I I just moved in with Caden for a month and a half. (laughs) Right. And put all the rest of my projects on hold because I already saw where Boy Band was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew what we needed to take the sound to where we needed it to go. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Everything else is just going to go on hold for now. Yeah. And we're just but it's funny because um, I was so used to like working my nine to five. And then right after my nine to five, I would be producing that when we had finally finished the EP, I, think I was on the phone with you, I called you and I was like, what do I do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have to produce right now and go to, yes, okay, rest. (laughs) (laughs) What's rest about? No, now you practice choreo. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so you folks are self-representing. Why are you not going the route of trying to get, like, I don't even know about the music industry, but like a label or like the traditional hustle route to become a band? Yeah. The shortest answer I can give you is that we wanted to stay authentic to our voice. We didn't want a label saying, okay, you're a boy band, but could you just wear your hair up or could you just grow your hair out? Yeah. Yeah. Your songs are too gay. Can you tone the gay down? We didn't want any of that. And we have so much talent in, in, in what our producers, the sounds that they want to make in-house, and also the lyrics that they just want to be able to get out to express themselves. That's the main thing. Like, we wanted to be able to control that. And is that easy to self-represent and pay for all of the things that we're doing? No, it's not. But at least we can get our message out the way that we want to. That's not to say if down the line... We can find a label or create our own label and really have the leverage to say, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. You have to be okay with this or else we're not doing it. That's something we could pursue down the line. But right now we need to be able to control our narrative. Boys, if you have anything to say, because y'all are more deep into the music industry. Yes, please, Kay. Yes. So I was also going to say that we want to also be able to put out the voice that we present the way that we want to present ourselves because in the music industry there's very much the female key mm-hmm. and the male key and as a engineer and producer there is an actual spectrum and scale that you follow in terms of editing voices EQing voices to make it sound the way that you want right. it to sound yeah and yeah. we've definitely already experienced uh, in our short time of being all together that some people really don't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. You're a queer boy band. That's great. So we're going to actually level you to all sound like lesbian kids bop. And that's how it comes across. And we're like, no, but like we're intentionally training our voices to sing in keys that are like either not necessarily the feminine key Mm -hmm, to like intentionally write songs that are meant to have a lot of low ends in the songs that bring out a more masculine tone that Mm -hmm. female singers don't do in their music. Right. So... 
part of also not signing with a label is making sure that we get the representation of all of the gender identities and everything that we're trying to do in a group, which is unique, not just to as a band and everything in general. It's just unique to music. Nobody does this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I don't want to say it's probably easier with the, with social media, but it's probably a lot different representing yourself now than it used to be because there's so many more outlets that you can put your music on yourself that you don't need these big labels to promote you. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need a a big label to pay for the manufacturing of albums and CDs. Like everything's digital. So yeah, yeah, we absolutely have more resources to record the music ourselves and then put it out there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what are your goals with boy band? Where do you see yourself in one to five years? Wow. That's, I think it's a big question. And personally, I'd love, I'd love every boy to answer. (laughs) Grammy. Yeah. That would be, that would be the first, first maybe queer vocal group group to win a Grammy. That would be incredible gonna happen you just wait and see absolutely i feel like for me it's just whoa like who knows how far we could go because the expectations that i set for where we would hit we've already surpassed them Mm -hmm. so i just now i'm like working every day so hard to make sure that like i'm on point and ready for whatever's coming because we're doing a lot (laughs) for me it's the amount of people that we're reaching and Mm -hmm. it's showing them what they can do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I didn't have, I thought my options were military and like government work. And that was it. I didn't, I never saw anybody that presented like me do what I do. And so I didn't feel permitted to. And that's really where I'm at with this is if I had the permission earlier, I would have done this earlier. And so I want to give that to the next generation. You know what I mean? I I love that's, that. That's a really cool way of saying it. I really love that. I'm literally visualizing like a 13 year old walking into their parents' room, pressing play on one of your songs and just being like. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Any> awesome. <laughs> Being like, here you go. This is what I. This yeah. is what I'm trying to say right here. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. I can just like picture someone playing mainstream and being like, "That's how they come out to their parents." It's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. Absolutely. And I think it also speaks to like the safety in numbers idea too. If a band like us existed, not only would it help us like singularly, like just feel like, wow, like that's I could be that, like I can thrive like that, like I don't have to just survive and make it through, or like. Maybe go to conversion therapy, like Kaden, yeah. you know, like questioning your own freaking existence because you're like, wow, like this is okay. And then everybody, that's like more people who realize this is okay. And then it just makes it safer for everybody to be themselves, explore themselves, not be so hard on yourself. Give yourself some leeway because at the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah. We just want love. We just want to be loved. Like it's so simple. Yeah. yeah. Being a teenager is already so freaking hard like it's so hard so to having to be questioning your identity and questioning your worth and questioning everything is just it's just impossible yeah I even think I really liked going back to a few things everybody said when I came out as a lesbian again uh, in my mid-20s I still was very feminine presenting I had really long hair I wore a ton of makeup skirts heels barf everything (laughs) it wasn't until a few years and I really saw more queer community around me that I was like why can't I cut my hair why am I wearing heels Why am I, it didn't make me identify as less female. I identify as she, her pronouns, but I thought you were either butch or femme. You had to be either really feminine or really masculine. And there was nothing in between. Then I cut my hair and it was life-changing. Then that made it so that I was like, why am I even wearing skirts? I hate them. They're so impractical. The pockets are never good. (laughs) What if I need to do a lunge or run somewhere? Like it just, none of it made sense to me when I really deconstructed that side of it. And yeah, like, I mean, and that happened through my thirties. And so to see how you each physically represent your gender identity, sexual identity is huge. And it's such a spectrum. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will say, you know, everyone, (laughs) 
I think masculine and femininity is like such a, a fun line and we like all definitely play with that in different ways not right now but I, I actually I like having my nails painted sometimes and a lot of us actually still wear makeup but it's fun to get to express ourselves in different ways and still feel like masculine to our core but like the different ways that we identify and it is funny though because everybody like really just wants to put a label on oh you're mask presenting people you all look the same and we're like how not really like how does that right. we're like they say we all have the same haircut they say we all look identical and that we're all matching i'm like first of all i don't know if you see this you can't see <laughs> it's me kaden and coda all sitting next to each other right. and there is a pigment difference there is definitely <laughs> a pigment difference not yeah. the same <laughs> <laughs> But the only thing we have physically in common is that we all have faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What has been the biggest challenge? You were talking about how you can get criticism. And so has there been a lot of backlash or has it been mostly supportive? And what's the biggest challenge being in the band and putting yourself out there? Oh, the wrong side of TikTok is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I will say the people that get it and the people that don't get it like really don't get it that's such a true statement <laughs> overwhelmingly we get so many positive comments right on our on our tiktok they just want to give us love because we're exuding love yeah. but i think the most negative comments were basically like you're not for town do you know that reference? yeah yeah which is a reference to Turning Red. I don't know if you guys have yeah. seen that new Pixar yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. People really thought that we were like just coming out to do a four town like cosplay situation. Mm. And we're like, no, we were actually a band before that movie. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It's it's got us like over a million views. So we're having yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is sometimes the negative comments can be so much louder than the positive comments, even though the ratio is so off. All I see is passion. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I see. Is I have your attention, and whether you're mad or not, if you're not mad, I'm glad. Thank you. But if yeah. you're mad, like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Like, that's really where we do our job. Absolutely, yeah. you have people questioning what, mm -hmm. why right, are they yeah. having a certain feeling mm -hmm. about you? Yeah. So here's the thing: when right. people say things like, "Oh, you," it's the TV or it's YouTube. It's like, all right, they're saying that about books. And yeah, they burn books. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's always going to be the media's fault. Yeah, when it's not, the world is getting smaller because yeah. there's more visibility. Yeah, and so your beliefs are getting like put under a microscope. Yeah, and you're gonna have to like actually look at them and figure out whether or not they're living up to reality. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny because like nothing we're doing or saying is actually new. It's actually been around yeah. for thousands upon thousands right. of years. The only difference is that now is there is a platform for people to see it. Like I was watching this thing mm -hmm. the other day on how the Wild West was actually incredibly gay. But well, once again, how would you know unless you yeah. were there? Like you yeah. wouldn't. And so it, this isn't a new idea. We didn't come up with this ourselves. Right. We didn't. No. It's been here. <laughs> We've been doing the dang thing for so long. Now it's just oh, now you see us. That's really what it comes down to. Even like <laughs> lavender relationships. If you were like gay, like back in the day when it was like unsafe, like gay people would find each other, marry each other, and live secret lives. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah, it's right. been around for since the world was made. Like it's so true. But now that it's out there on social media, people are okay with it if they don't have to confront mm -hmm. it. Yeah. But as soon yeah. as they have to confront it because it's on their TV, it's on their radio, it's <laughs> on their TikTok feed, whatever then they're like, oh no, I'm not okay with this. And then it's like you said, like, why? Yeah. Yeah. So you boys have a huge date coming up and it corresponds really well with the release of this episode that we're going to have out. Can you talk a little bit about the release of your EP? It'll be a few days from when people are hearing this, how people can get it, tell us the sound of it, everything. Yeah, so we have our EP release is going to be on June 10th. We're going to be having a whole big party happening in uh, LA at the W Hotel. It's actually a sanctioned pride event. Like we're super excited for it. It's going to be the first time performing all of our songs live for an actual audience. <laughs> We're super, super excited about it. It's going to be four songs that we've been working on over the last couple of months. And I think you're really going to see who boy band is through these songs. 100%. You go through a full journey of like, there's some breakup songs, there's a love song, there's a non-gender conforming LGBTQ anthem that wow. Akay and I wrote together. There's a song that just gives you hope and just makes you feel really happy to just want to dance and sing along with it. Like 
we encompassed the whole queer journey and popped it into four songs and put it in a nice little package for you. And we talk all about our mission and all of this stuff too, but like the music's really good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, we're all incredibly excited to share it with the world and finally get it out there. I love that. That's so exciting. That must be just such a huge release to have it out there. It definitely is. Yeah. As exciting as it is, I know we're all terrified for what's about to come next, Mm -hmm. but like in a good way, like we know that we have each other through this experience and we are ready to be the beacon of hope that not just the queer community needs but that the world needs right now to show that like you can find a chosen family and that you can get through life and have these wonderful beautiful brilliant experiences and create things that are beautiful yeah yes how can people access the ep once it's released will it be available on itunes can people buy it somewhere Yeah, it's going to be on pretty much all music streaming platforms that you can find. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube, anywhere you can stream music, you're going to be able to find Boy Band. And it's going to be really accessible for, uh, for everyone. Amazing. Awesome. We're going to have to do a TikTok to one of your songs. (laughs) Oh, 100%. We can't start some dance trends. We will reshare it. That's amazing. (laughs) What is the best way people can support the work that you're doing? So you're independent, you have full-time jobs, but you're trying to financially foot EPs, music videos, all of this stuff. What if people are listening and they're like, I love this. I want to support this. How can people best do that? Yes. So one of the best ways you can do it is we have a Patreon So you can become a patron and support us there. We have three different tiers. I believe it's a $5, a $10, and a $30 tier. But we give you a lot of bonus perks. So we have sign posters. We leak music. So if you're a patron right now, you can actually go on and hear one of our newest songs that we haven't released anywhere else. We love it when you share. If you you can't buy and support us with money, obviously sharing and just helping get us out there so that other people can see us is huge. Sharing our YouTube, our first music video for Ferris Wheel is on YouTube. So sharing that, sharing the Spotify, sharing the Apple Music, just letting people know that we're out here. Yeah, we also have a ton of merch and plenty of, I know there's a lot of new stuff coming to the merch store, especially for uh, summer and if you just want to show your support by rocking a boy band t-shirt, first of all, they're pretty cool looking. I, I like that. They're really cute. Yeah, I wear mine all the time. Like, I don't, not even just a boy band stuff. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's great. It's a cool shirt. So yeah, that's another way you can support us too. Awesome. We have a Patreon as well. And one of the things that we love to do is support people that we interview that are artists so if they have a book or if they have whatever so we're going to be buying some of your merch and we're going to do a draw on our patreon as a giveaway because i think yeah yeah it's cute it's adorable and i'll just be getting some anyway so (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much yeah absolutely have we missed anything is there anything that you want to i don't know tell our audience, the world. Get ready. Boy band's about to take over the world. And we are so excited to share our experience with you. We keep joking. We interview a lot of people from the States. And so we're going to have to go. We're going to get a little caravan and like tour the States. And we're going to stop in California and see you. (laughs) Well, also we'll come to you. Like I love Canada. I've been there several times. I would love to get to do a queer boy band tour just in Canada at some point. Absolutely. That's oh my amazing. God. Calgary Pride needs you because yes. our Let's Pride, go. we Let's like go. The, ta- the city that we live in or the province that we live in is they call it like the, the Texas of Canada. It's like conservative. Oh. Pride is trying so hard. Like we're doing really good. We have a Pride crosswalk, we have a Pride parade, and we're getting there, but we need more. We need more. We need more. That is actually one last thing that I will add on. If you, like, for your listeners, for you guys, if you want us to come, like, to you and perform for you, get it out to your local pride committees. Get yeah. it out in your community. Let them know that you want us there, and we'll find a way to get to you if you guys want us there. Like, yeah. We'll put the work in as long as we know. Like, But reach out to your local pride communities and let us know so we can be there. Maybe not this summer, but next summer. Amazing. I love that. We're going to have to follow along on your journey and interview you like two years from now after you won that Grammy and be like, we we had you on our podcast and look at where you are now. That's 100%. Amazing. We're going to be backstage at the Grammys yeah. and be like, we knew them. We knew them. <laughs> Wearing your t-shirt and everything. <laughs> Thank you all so much for, I know you have a busy weekend. You're working on your EP release, plus your full-time jobs, plus everything. So 
even just taking time to talk with us has been honestly a real pleasure. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. It was so much fun. Thank, thank you so much for having them. That yes, thank you. <laughs> Y'all did really great with the interview. So yeah, it was <laughs> really impressive. Y'all were like very like on it and it was your great interviewers. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Boy band. I hope you all have a really fantastic day and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, Michelle. Hey, darling. I just want to be a groupie or like somehow part of the boy band, but I am not musically inclined. Yeah. My question is, have you stopped blushing yet? (laughs) No. (laughs) I think like they're just so, they're so nice and they're so funny and personable and like the work that they're doing is so important. So boy band, thank you so freaking much for existing, for being on our show, for the work that you're doing. It's incredible. We are so incredibly humbled for like taking time out of your schedule to chat with us. Yeah. And the timing worked out so perfectly with like Pride and with the release of their EP. And it just came together exactly when it needed to. Yes. I love it. I hope we can have them back again one day. Maybe we will interview them on Much Music. Is that still a thing? Is Much Music even a thing anymore? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we got to bring it back. Maybe. All right, we'll do it. Pop up video. (laughs) (laughs) That was my jam. There you go. Yeah. Just as a reminder, in case people skipped through the intro, but they're listening to the outro, we're doing a pride giveaway over on our Patreon. Yes. So get the heck over there. Head over there and sign up and listen to all of our bonus content and get entered into the giveaway and just... Yeah, all you have to do to enter is just be a Patreon. Yeah, it's not that hard, you guys. Come on. No, it's not hard. Also, I think it's a good thing to mention that the great thing about Patreon is that you can join and unjoin and join anytime you feel like you need to. If you need to take a break for a few months, when you come back, all that content is still there and you don't miss anything. Yeah, there's a few podcasts where... I can't afford to be a patron every month, but yeah. what I'll, I'll like sign up for a month or two, binge all the episodes that I haven't heard, and then take a few months off. And then I know that there's going to be a bunch more episodes when I rejoin again. It's really No, nice. I just love that. Like when you rejoin, there's all these episodes waiting for you. Yeah, I like it's that. Perfect. I hope by the time we chat on this podcast next week, that you are having a better week and that you're feeling better and that your kids are making you less crazy. Thank you. I hope so too. I just want to feel better. So I appreciate yeah, that. That's fair. Awesome. I will let you go because it is late on a Sunday and I got to put some kids to bed. I'm going to have a child screaming about pants in a minute here. So Amazing. I'm going to All right. I hope you have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Bye.